welcome to another episode of the theory of conspiracy i am ro along with always my co-host mike and this is a special halloween-ish edition of the theory of conspiracy you season right like yeah we don't want it's the 31st is passed but we don't want halloween to end nope it's you know it's i was thinking about that like oh halloween's already over by the time this post it's like too late we missed the boat but we didn't Think about right. the Simpsons, the Treehouse of of uh, Treehouse of Terror, Treehouse of Horror, Treehouse of something or another. Yeah, whatever. The Treehouse, the aliens the tree come every episode. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, when do they ever post that episode before Halloween? It's always November fifth, sixth, or whatever. Sure. Yeah. So we're in that boat. The Simpsons yeah, did it. it. We're doing it. They they apparently write the rules of reality as as part of our previous episodes yeah there's more and more of that actually coming out you know if we want to get into that real quick just to just circle back to that episode go check it out but i saw this new one about 2024 being the coldest uh winter and then there's like gonna be power outages and all of this stuff and the simpsons are predicting it so if that happens yeah you heard been, it here first yeah i've been trying to look up that episode it's one of the more recent seasons and i guess you gotta have disney to unlock it but uh yeah, I guess we'll have to watch it, do a review, and all that stuff. Yeah, hopefully we can upload it. <laughs> yeah. So today, we want to talk about something scary, and that's near and dear to our childhoods. It's clowns. I have my crow shirt on. He's not really a clown, but he has a painted face, so I thought it's the most yeah. clown. Yeah, I don't have... Yeah. No, we're not clowning around here. We're we're, yeah. we're taking this seriously. Yeah, I don't have any clown apparel, unfortunately, which I would well, burn they, that crap if I did. <laughs> you burned it, what, after the murders or what? No, I was yeah, oh, after the murder, after I've, yeah. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hardy har har. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's get into the clowns, get to our history. So we're, I'm a Chicagoan. You're a Chicagoan, Illinoisian. Yeah, that's true. I'll claim uh, that. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, our history, John Wayne Gacy, the murders of the 70s, he didn't really kill people in his clown outfit that we know of, but he's still linked to being a killer clown. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, in the episode of the Dahmer Netflix series, they had a little um, snippet of John Wayne Gacy committed murder, and he was in that episode in his clown outfit. So the mythology, the mythos of it all, is it's always connected. John Wayne Gacy is always connected to a clown. Yeah. And so let's talk about not just the clown conspiracy, but the phantom clown perhaps conspiracy. It seems every few years there's a flap of clown sightings that goes as early as the 80s. We know of one in the 90s. It happened again in the 2000s. The most recent was in 2016. But it seems that every decade, the kids are saying there's a clown trying to lure me to their van or lure me to their woods. There's some freakouts that happen. And then it kind of dies away. But we will explore more and see if there's something to this. So right. send, I'm, ex- I'm excited. You've been, you've been excited. in the clowns. Sending the clowns. I'm excited about this. You've been you've been uh, chomping at the bit for this one for a while. So let's uh, let's take us take us down the history lane here and, and tell us all about it. All right. So let's start in 1981. That's when the first flap happened. Uh, that this would have happened in near Boston, Massachusetts. There were I, I said it pretty good that time. You, you did massive massive two shits or yeah. <laughs> okay, there you go. Massachusetts. I have to break it up into, you know. Digestible pieces. Yes. Two two large pieces. It's too massive. Yeah. yeah. Break it up into one shits. So the some of the reports were that it was one or two men wearing clown outfits that were driving around in a van giving out candy. Uh they said the there was a broken headlight, so gave it really, you know, maximum punch buggy clown effect there. Um, and there's other reports about cl- a clown being on the playground, trying to lure kids, all sorts of stuff there. But it was big enough that there were memos sent out to the people of that area instructing the kids and strangers, especially those that are dressed up as clowns. And 
this spread out. It may have started in Boston, but there were soon reports happening in Missouri uh, that there was actually a knife-wielding clown in a yellow van. Again, the van and the clowns. There were uh, letters being sent out to the school children's families all saying, hey, we're getting these reports. Stay away from the clowns. Stay away. The That spread out to Pittsburgh. So it seemed like that happened uh, early 81, May of 81 in Missouri, June of 81 in Pennsylvania. Now, and this is something we're going to talk about Chicago. Uh, and I was actually at work talking about some people about this. So I'll, I'll bring this connection back. But there were some reports in uh, the near Pittsburgh area. And it was it was coming really um, exclusively from black neighborhoods. A lot of the kids were seeing that there. And this was bringing, uh, causing some people to make parallels to these horrific serial killings that happened years earlier in the, the Atlanta area. Right. The uh, Atlanta child murder murders that happened there. Um with that, it was and and also in in those murders, they they also they pinned it on one guy, and, and he very well could have been a murderer as well. But they alluded, the parents alluded to, and he alluded to that again. There was uh, a network, you know, uh, involved with with this. Yes, and that could very well be a future episode as well. But he was um, it was about twenty eight. I believe I had this written down somewhere, but it was about 28 who died uh, from those Atlanta yeah. uh, there. He was only, only two were pinned on him as far as charges, but then sure. they kind of just dropped in and said, okay, well, the killings aren't really happening. So he must've done all of them. So, you know, one of those weird things there, but because and he very well, he very well might've been, you know, involved with all of them, you know? Right. But it the, because it happened over three years and the, it was almost like a child, a month, which is, kind of a kind of a lot there so yeah he very well could have could have been him and been extremely lucky or it could have been could have been something more to it but people started making the connection to the sightings being done in these black neighborhoods and also alluding to did something similar to that happen in Atlanta there weren't really clown reports in Atlanta but it was you know there were ideas that it was a clan people could Ku Klux Klan that were doing it. Idea is that it was someone who was a member of the community, someone who was black, who was able to be in those neighborhoods, or perhaps someone who was able to lure these children away from their homes. But that was one of those those things talked about. But this these flaps didn't yield in. It's just the hype blew up, and then they kind of went down, and no one was really connected to being kidnapped or hurt from these. But it was just a strange occurrence that happened uh, during that time there. So things were quiet on the clown side for maybe another 10 years or so. And then exactly 10 years later in 1991, it started up in Chicago. So let's talk about this because we can talk about this on a personal level here. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So what but, do you remember but, about the Chicago Homie the Clown sightings? Yeah, I remember the Homie the Clown sightings. I remember um, In Living Color was a popular show at the time. And that uh, Homie the Clown was a character on there that, uh, I, I forget what the catchphrase one was, but... Homie don't play that. Homie don't play that. Yeah, and he so would hit somebody it, over the head with a sock and you'd go to kids' parties and the kids would be acting like kids. And, you know, you know, sometimes kids act ridiculous and then Homie didn't play that and they would yeah. hit him in the head with a sock. And Jim Carrey was one of the kids always. And Let, Let's talk about a living color really quick. Yeah. Uh, so it was a sketch comedy show on Fox. It was, um, it was almost like an urban Saturday Night Live. There were white people in the crowd, but it was very the Wayne, much All the Waynes crazy. brothers, Jimmy Fox yeah. was in it, Jim Carrey. Fox was in it, Jim Carrey. Jennifer Lopez was a, was a backup dancer. Uh, a fly girl, they were called. Okay. The Fly yes. Girls. That was the dance. Fly group. Girls. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people who became really big were started on that show. There, uh, it was funny. It was a funny show. It was a great show. Yeah. Time. Yeah. And yes, one of the sketches was a clown, Damon Wayans, dressing up, uh, hitting people over the head with that. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted some background on the people who don't remember in Living Color. Absolutely. So so when I heard that when they said, "Oh, homie, the clowns," you know you know, snatching up kids and, you know, it's kind of like a thing of like urban legend um, that you would just hear the scuttlebutt among kids during, you know, passing 
period or, you know, at lunch or whatever. And um, so when I first started, I go, oh, like Homie the Clown is like, you know, one of the Wayne's brothers is, you know, outside. I, I didn't, yeah, outside. Like, that's cool. Like, let's, that's kind of his autograph. And then that was explained to that, like, no, Homie the Clown was this clown that drove in a van and it said, ho, ho, ho on the side of the van. And it was like a yellow van or like a, a weird color van and, and red letters. It said, ho, 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 or, you know, what blue letters or whatever. It was, you know, I can tell you the van I saw, it was, it was yellow and, and had uh, red letters. So, uh, but it's, yeah, it, it was, it was an urban legend that, uh, kind of you know i got a scare from it i don't know if it was just some dude like messing around and like hurrying the urban, le- urban legend and then driving around with a van that said ho 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 on it or maybe a kid you know saw the van and said made up the you know whatever or maybe some dude was actually doing it but regardless when i was a kid um i i saw the van uh got spooked by the van ran away from the van i don't know you know, I wasn't abducted. I couldn't tell you 100% or anything like that. But it's a very formative memory that I had growing up. And um, yeah, and like people didn't believe me. I was like, oh, I saw the van. Like, you're just lying. I was like, no, I, I was I'm not lying. Like, I saw the van. Like, it was driving around you, town and around schools. Because yeah, I lived it, right by the school. I lived like a block or two by the school. So it was always circling. And I saw it a couple times, you know. So. Yeah. So you were in the West Suburbs, just right outside of Chicago. And, and right outside Berwin. of Chicago. Berwyn. Yeah. Yeah. And you had told me that it was serious enough that you, your brother, your sister ended up running and ended up calling the police on it. Yeah, on- yeah. I mean, not because of the Homie the Clown thing, but just because this van was being creepy and, like, circling the block and slowing down and, you know, looking at us or, what. you know. It, I didn't see a clown or anything, but I saw yeah. the van. It was really, it was really creepy. So, yeah. What was the what was the story about you and what was your experience? So I was in Chicago. I was living in the K Town little village area, uh, west west part of Chicago. Uh, it was a I don't know minorities. You know, it was, it was a black and and brown school predominantly. And I remember in school they 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 made an announcement. They actually made an announcement over the loudspeaker. And they told us that there's there were clown there was someone in a clown outfit or I, they even said there was a gang of clowns that there were several people in clown outfits that were out there uh, trying to lure kids into their van with the promise of candy. They told the kids to walk home in pairs. No one walk home alone today, and to make sure you don't talk to strangers. Freaked everyone out. Um, I I walked home alone because that's you know my my path didn't really have anybody else. I didn't I didn't get picked up. And when I walked home that day, I too was followed by a van. I, it didn't have letters on it. The there are reports like like you mentioned. Uh, there were, you said it said ho ho ho. There are some reports that the van said ha ha on the side. Okay. So ha 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 ho 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 could be either. Um, I don't remember the, that lettering being on the van, but I was walking. My pad. I lived in the ghetto, and it was by the train tracks, and it was yeah. Uh, yeah so there was some abandoned buildings you walk it was kind of creepy anyway there's a gang element always but this van pulled up to the side of me and just stood there you you couldn't see and there was uh, covered windows and I kind of turned around and started going down the alley and I saw this van go down the this long block and end up at the side of that alley there I didn't actually walk down the alley I just kind of like pretended I was walking back back and I was gonna kind of I, I thought I might get uh, cut off if I went there. Mm-hmm. So so I saw the van on the other end, the long end, end of the alley uh, sideways, and I sort of circled back, uh, lost them, you know, ended up making. But I, too, had a clown encounter or van encounter. And there was yeah. definitely there was definitely some hysteria going on when I got back to the neighborhood. I remember neighbors, mothers like saying, hey, whatever you do, avoid clowns. I told my daughters, you know, if they see a clown to go like this, hit them in the nuts. Hit him in the nuts with the knee. Hit him in the nuts and all of that. Right. I I believe it was a report on the news that day. Uh, I had cousins who were in different parts of oh, the city. It was, city it was a huge about it. thing, dude. They sent letters home to our parents about it. You know, like yeah. it was, and every, like I just remember my parents go, "Oh, this is bullshit." Like they were so nonchalant about it, and I was just like, "What the f- like? What the fuck?" Like when we, call, I mean, and then the, after they sent the letter home is when the experience happened, right? And luckily we were we were on the other so the city blocks 
we were one city block over. Um, but in Berwyn, there's like gangways. There's like side pathways that you can get to the back of your house. Um, and they're usually, you know, chain link fence with like little gate, you know, holders for just to put it in perspective for people that don't understand, you know, how I'm cutting through the side of the house. And there's usually a side door because on bungalows, um, you know, sometimes the, you know, you had tenants in the basement and there was another entrance down in the basement, like, you know, head into the basement on the side of the house so that the two wouldn't, you know, so there were, there, you know, dual home, you know, uh, you know, you could rent it out or whatever. So <clears throat> that being said, we cut down a, fa- a family friend's gangway and knocked on their door and they let us in. And then that's when they called my parents over and that's when they called the police. So, but yeah, it was, it was fucking wild, dude. That was so. Yeah. And this was the days before the internet. So yeah. it was, you know, their things went viral, but it was like, how did it go viral? How, how are these? They separate- had like, I guess they had like phone trees back then. So like you had a responsibility to like, your your house got called and then you would call three other houses and you were those three houses you would leave a message or talk to the parents or whatever they always had that shit at Berwyn, in, in pershing so okay that must be a berwin thing because i've never heard of that but right. i don't doubt you but you were involved with it man you were in the phone tree probably your your mom probably just didn't tell you <laughs> they're like these beach widows calling me <laughs> i call you white people <laughs> hope they hope they die <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Uh, but this was something where everyone you know a lot of kids knew about it and it's it's weird because to this day you either really know about it like oh my god or you're like i don't know what the hell home of the clown is and right or you just know from in living color if that yeah and every and like everyone that you run into that knows about homie the clown um it's either like oh i remember that i remember an announcement i remember a letter home and then some people that you meet have an experience and it's just fucking wild when you meet that that person you know it's always interesting to hear so speaking of which i uh a co-worker uh just yesterday just found out about the podcast oh you're talking about conspiracies great i love conspiracy i'll talk about this that 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 oh what do you the next episode is going to be about clowns okay what are you going to talk about and i was like do you remember homie the clown the eyes just like pop like oh you know about homie the clown yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't mean just in living color, homie the clown. I mean the the kid snatching van, uh, right. homie the clown. Yeah, like <gasps> so. I guess uh, with her, you know, she told her friends about it. A lot of them don't know know about it, but but same thing where she remembers that. And so we were talking. It was like at, later at at work, and you know, she's a she's a black woman, and we were talking about how a, there's. You either know or you don't know about it. And we were saying, all right, you know, we got to talk to people who are in our age group who may know about it, but we should take a survey to see who knows about it. And she was like, I bet you the colored folks here know about it. You know, just like the Latinos know about it, the black folks know about it. And we kind of went around, we're like, you, you know about Homie the Clown? Nope. But some of the black, well, the black folks of our crew definitely knew about it. So one of those weird connections to that. I mean, you had it in Berwyn, but you're not, it's not a super rich suburb. But something that, um, you know, some of us uh, minorities definitely remember from our childhoods in Chicago. Yeah, for sure. I mean, at this time, too, you got to you got to remember that like Candyman was big, like that. That was a big urban legend at the time because the movie had just come out. And if your parents were like mine, they just let you watch whatever you wanted to watch. It didn't really matter what the rating was. And um, but this was like a real personalized one that kind of like. Candyman was like more like okay yeah that happened in this you know in uh, Chicago, but it was more like myth. It felt more like myth. This felt more real when, when it was going on. I mean the letters going home. I remember that specifically. The phone tree that apparently uh, Mexican families were excluded from. Um, <laughs> or your parents. Or your bueno, parents like, bueno, no, no Nintendo. <laughs> They heard Bueno and they hung up. <laughs> we don't, Mr. Ballon didn't speak Spanish, you know that shit. Um, but fuck, dude. No, I, I'm kid, I kid. But no, it was it was real though, you know what I mean? And it was real to me, um, regardless of whether that was Homie the Clown chasing me or just some fucking weirdo. That was definitely the vibe I got that day that there was somebody was, you know, following you and following right. me, you know. Yeah. Whereas Candyman, you can say, okay, I don't believe in Candyman, but Bloody Mary might be real. I'm not going to say that in the mirror. Sure. They, they weren't exactly saying 
that over the you know speaker the intercoms don't say bloody mary in the mirror guys this this wasn't supernatural this was like a like hey like there's some people out there trying to snatch up kids in a van yeah you know wait which brings me to an idea i just had when you're bringing us up like all these decades of like clowns and vans do you think i mean could this be a conspiracy where like they bring out clown cars at the circus just to throw people off the scent where they're like hey this little this little cars we all fit into this little car but uh but they're actually fucking driving like 12 of them are driving around in vans and like so it's like they'll never suspect us they expect a little car not a van something right like i don't know why he just did the picture like we could fit mind. we could fit 12 of us in the car but how are we gonna fit the kids yeah <laughs> you can fit 12 of us in the car but shit you can fit 50 of us in the van fuck can you imagine how many they would fit in a van that's wild just a van full of fucking clowns bro yeah i'm just wilding out here i'm sorry but <laughs> it just it tickled me i don't know why so tell us more tell us more about um uh yeah the uh, the conversation you have with your coworker because i kind of cut you off there no, no, no. So one thing that she had told me that I thought was very interesting that I'd never heard about in the whole span of the home of the clown even stuff, even though you, you don't find too much about it. She told me she went to a comedy show in, in Schaumburg to see Damon Wayans and that Damon Wayans came up on stage, did his thing and was like, you know, like to, to hell with you, Chicago, you've ruined my home of the clown character because of you you guys saying that you're seeing homie the clown on the streets and I was getting death threats and all of that stuff there. And, and she said she was with a white friend who was like, I have no idea what he's talking about. And she was like, wow. Like, so I think that's interesting that I've never heard the Damon Wayne's perspective of this homie, the clown mythology. I didn't even think that Damon Wayne's knew about it. Exactly. That's what like, I didn't realize it. that it was it that got on his radar. Right. Yeah, right. Right. I mean, you would, I guess it would because you would get, he there's a almost a backlash you know there has to be hey, there's mil- and there's millions of people in chicago and there's some that would be like damon waynes and you know getting death yeah. threats and just going goofy with it but yeah and it would have taken effort it's not like now you can just send a tweet or you know get in his dms like someone actually had to take out a pen and paper scribble 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 fold right. it all up get a stamp find his address find, find his, his address. address yeah it took some intent you had to right you know, you had to just keep like, I'm just, I'm going to threaten this guy because of this thing that happened here. But yeah, the Damon Waynes knows about the home of the clown mythology. Yeah, that's wild, dude. It's like, we we talk about topas a lot, you know, like yeah. the new nightmare, Freddy Krueger, how the, in the, the, the Simpsons, whatever. Yeah. You put, you, like, put, you put thought into something and it becomes that thing. Yeah. Like the Robert England actor who plays Freddy Krueger, but then Freddy Krueger manifesting as a real thing and they're separate, but the same. It's mm-hmm. like uh, the Damon Wayne's home of the clown. It becomes a thing and it's existed and it's still talked about to this day, at least by guys like us who won't let it die. Yeah. And, and honestly, there's uh, you know, I, I don't, our, our friends over at unrefined that had us on the show, uh, they basically uh, were talking about, some haunting stuff with me but they had mentioned you know you're from chicago have you ever heard of homie the clown so they had known about it as well if you haven't listened to that podcast on refined it's a, it's a pretty good one so I, I would check that one out it's all things spooky and and uh you know cryptids and hauntings and stuff like that but yeah it's, uh, but anyway yeah they brought it up too and they're not even from chicago one's from new york and one's from texas so apparently this little you know the the home of the clown is a little big a little bit bigger than what we thought maybe in the conspiracy in the other world. So what is, what's some of the conspiracies? Like if it's decade to decade, like what are your thoughts on that? And what are your thoughts on home of the clowns connection to that? I don't, well, so the, it keeps coming up, um, you know, throughout the decade. So there was another flap in 2008 in Chicago, uh, 17 years later. And again, you know, very similar occurrence here, you know, the kids, the, the reports, all of that stuff. It doesn't end up with, you know anything substantial but again it's it's it begins again and it could have been very well kids who've never heard of this whole 1991 flap of sightings there sure the most recent that was is it still homie the clown are they still using homie the clown or no i don't think they're using homie the clown i don't it that name didn't come up it almost from reports that i was seeing it was looking at it like it was almost brand new and like look at what's happening in chicago this is some weird stuff it's like well it's it's happened before but mm-hmm. no it w- wasn't really 
yeah, it wasn't linked to Homie the Clown, just clowns trying to snatch kids up in a white or brown van. Mm-hmm. Uh, in two, the last big flap, and we'll start opening up about what this is, what's going on here. But the last big flap, and maybe the biggest flap, was in 2016. Trump was in office. Trump was in office. People were losing their damn minds. Um, in South Carolina, that's where reports started coming out. Well, one one report was a guy was in his home. He saw under a street lamp a clown. Uh, brandishing a knife, attempting to freak him out. Um, and there were a few reports that, and there was, again, uh, sight, uh, sightings of of uh, clowns trying to lure kids into the forest. Again, you know, being taken serious by the police where they're telling people to stop, uh, to make sure you don't go with clowns. They're even even warning clowns, like, you know, if, you, if we see you, we will stop you. We will stop you on sight. And what were they doing that was getting, like, getting all that attention, like gaining all that attention? Well, people were reporting threatening clowns that there was just there was a but bunch. No, of- kid, no kids were taken or anything like that, but they were like more ominous like clowns. They were like not happy clowns. Is that what it was? Like, yeah, like, it could have like been knives and shit. It could, yeah, it could be pranks. It could be just you know some kids fooling around doing videos and all of that sorts of stuff there. And then there are other videos that were you know now we're in the YouTube generation where now people are like, I was just recording me and my friends doing something, and a clown came out of nowhere. Could it be fake? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It could, you know, but yeah. Yeah. Um, they're now talking about actual kidnappings that have happened. There was a, a report in 2016. This was in California where we, there is now an, an actual alleged uh, child snatching that tried to, ha- that uh, almost happened. A mother re- reported that she fought off a man dressed in a clown suit and this happened in in uh, concord california who attempted to snatch her one-year-old daughter out of her arms that she was waiting uh, she was on the side of a road at a bus stop this guy approached them uh this guy uh in a clown outfit approached them he was trying to make a little conversation then he started trying to snatch the daughter's arm that she re- repeatedly kicked him in the shin and was able to get her daughter back and he runs off there was no arrest made, but this is, you know, a connection to, yeah, yeah. A guy in a clown outfit. Are they all related? You know, may may not, but just uh, part of that connection there. So let's let's dive deep. Let's uh, let's crack it open here. Yeah, you, you tell me what's going on. What yeah. are you thinking? So it's interesting the flap thing that keeps coming and going here. It's very reminiscent of another famous evil clown. Yeah, Pennywise. Um, Pennywise, yeah. Uh, so with Pennywise, he would he'd emerge every twenty seven years or so, uh, come up in in clusters in uh, the town of Derry, Derry, Maine, and the the book was published in what was the book published in eighty six. Uh, let's see. So. You know the eighty-one flap. You know where did that come from? We, yeah, yeah, we could we could say that maybe the I think the mini series appeared around the time it was in the early nineties for sure. Uh, but what kicked off the eighty-one flap? If it wasn't the it book, but just that's an interesting connection that he had this whole this clown that leaves the scene comes back and and freaks people out does stuff. Speaking of it, maybe yeah. we should talk about it because. Yeah, I, we're weird. We're weird guys, and we, it's a weird sure. book. Yeah, go ahead, Co. Go ahead and talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> you start it off. You always, you, know you, always, you always rant and rave about this. Go ahead, go for it. Not about this, but maybe I, I read can the almost book. Guarantee, I can almost guarantee I, you it. know where I'm going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you've read the book, it it's a big book. It's scary. It's good. It's it's up there. It's sure. one of those those it's uh big book. Yeah, movies. What's up with the gangbang? Kicks, kicks scene in that, the that's, I, I knew exactly that's where you're going. <laughs> you're like, you don't think I'm going this way. I knew exactly that's, that's where you're going. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly where you're going. So, yeah. And Stephen King says he was doing too much cocaine during that time. Uh, but yeah, there's a weird decide to some people become blood brothers. Um, yeah. They sure. did something else and it's a weird thing. But I just need to well, get that out of my system. Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah, it's uh, it was yeah, it was jarring to say the least. <laughs> it was like, 
oh we, we're gonna cement our uh our friendship by this and it's just like okay steven what are you doing here buddy like uh but like they're, they're children and they're yeah, the, it was, it was they're wild. The dirty sewer and there's a killer clown around what are you guys doing right what? yeah yeah i just never got that but that's okay they allude to it in the movies but they they did not leave that part in the movies or the mini, yeah. Or the mini for good the reason. Major, the major TV so. mini series in the nineties, of course, it wasn't. Now. Yeah, yeah. Whenever people tell you, "Oh, the movie was alright, but the book was better," when they're talking about it, it's because yeah. they're a freaking weirdo. Yeah, the movie was kind of better on this one, I would say. Well, a lot of Stephen King's stuff translates better to film. I think he he's he's actually a, a huge advocate for young screenwriters, where he will. Um, sell the rights to one of his stories so that he can uh, for a dollar so that they can write it and and make it if they, you know, if they want to. So not the big ones, but his, you know, short stories and stuff like that. Like he, he has a collection where he will farm them out for a dollar, which is fucking cool. I think. Yeah. And you do see a lot of Stephen King adaptions and. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So since we're talking about media and film, I didn't, I didn't do any research on this, but this came to mind. Do you remember the 1989 movie called Clown House? Uh, I never saw that one. Okay. It's scary. Uh, I have a fear of clowns, and I'd say between the Homie the Clown, the It uh, series, books, all that stuff, and Clown House, it it scared me uh, nice, nice and good there. So Clown House is very infamous. It's a scary movie. Uh, the director is Victor Salva. He's the guy who did Jeepers Creepers. Oh, it's a, I like Jeepers Creepers. I think it's uh, underrated as a horror movie. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Um, so in Clown House, three mental patients escape from the mental asylum. They go to a circus and they kill some clowns. They take their outfits and then they break into this house where there's a young boy and his older brother home alone and they torment him. Now, uh You getting the willies just talking about it? Well, it's it's more so about Victor Salva. He uh he's infamous now. He's a convicted uh convicted pedophile because of things that happened during that movie with the star, the young boy of that movie. Oh wow. What's what's kind of creepy in that movie is that the young boy, he's in his underwear briefs for a, a good duration of the movie, the start start of the movie. And he, uh, yeah, he was prosecuted for, um, I won't talk about it on air, but, uh, you, if you see any Jeepers Creepers movies from that first one, they're not going to be with Victor Salva because, uh, yeah, he's probably blacklisted. So do they, do they take this movie off the, off the market or can like, cause I, I would, if, if, if it's attached to this movie, you would think that they would take it off the market, right? Yeah, I, I think so. I think it's, um. I don't think you're going to find it on Netflix or Prime sure. anytime soon there. Well, I mean, especially if... if because the, the star of the movie. Yeah, the star of the movie. And if it was on set and it was like about torment, that's that's weird. You know what I mean? That's You're actually probably witnessing some torment, like real torment. And yeah, stuff. yeah. Like, that's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. He actually did Powder, the... the oh, my yeah. God, dude. That movie was so fucking trash. It was so bad, dude. Oh, what was that one song that was with that? Power. It was some. It was some fucking nineties ballad that was just dog shit. Oh my god! If you yeah, if you're looking it up, just uh, I can't remember what it was. But anyway, yeah, powder. What a piece of shit that was. He he's basically like born with like electricity powers, but he has like no hair and he's like pale white. He's running around. And, yeah, he's and uh, like the, electrocuting stuff and the albino powers. Yeah, albino powers exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, um, hey, I gotta, I, what is it called? Uh, I don't. I don't know what did you say? El Nino powder? I know. What did you just say? Oh, it was just. I don't even know. <laughs> it's just. Uh, but yeah, that's just another weird clown. You know, just something linked to. Do you want to hear a, a true a true life uh, documentary called Wrinkles? Have you have you seen Wrinkles the Clown? Have you seen that documentary? He's the guy that gets paid to scare kids. He, he's the guy that gets paid to like scare like anyone. Yeah, so, I, like I you, saw that. Yeah, so it's like a really creepy clown, and they pay him, and he goes house to house and like hides in their house and like scares yeah. the shit out of people. And there's a documentary about it, and um, 
again with that it's like those are blurred lines as well it's like people are paying them to like play tricks but like this guy is getting access to people's houses and like he sometimes he doesn't stop like it, once the payment is made like they try to call it off and he just continues to scare like these people and he's like well he they paid me to fucking scare him so i'm gonna scare him like it's it's kind of fucked up yeah very fucked up it's traumatic yeah. it's terrifying and yeah. uh I hired him to come to your next birthday party, so he'll probably be in your life from now. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I hired a Michael Jackson impersonator to to cheer you up. So, <laughs> thanks, appreciate it. Holy shit! Uh, all right, I'll call off Wrinkles the Clown if you call off the Michael Jackson impersonator. Oh. No deal. Oh fuck! My bad. All right, so uh, clowns in in uh, in media. So some things we can talk trickster arch- archetype in culture and in media the uh, if you think of loki right uh, a right. lot of these tricksters ha- have been in our culture and they may be very well in our society since we're a reflection of that the trickster uh, as far as like the psychology goes they represent the irrational the chaotic the uh they're a, a force of nature they bring change if you think about the joker in Gotham City and what he does, or just in those movies, right? He's a catalyst for change. Uh, Loki. Loki in Norse mythology, Norse even in freaking comic books and in movies. Uh, if He's the villain of the first Avengers movie, and he's, and he's the reason, even in the comics, he's the reason why the Avengers get together. So Trickster is the catalyst for this change. Uh, it can go to Shakespeare, things like that. Um, they challenge the status uh, quo. Like, they, they, they basically... Uh, are there to like uh, kind of disrupt the mainstream uh, belief structure and just be like, hey, this this is what can happen. You guys are, yeah. They target any anyone. They don't really align themselves with necessarily the protagonist or antagonist. They're unpredictable. Uh, it's you know, it's the Beetlejuice, it's the masks, the Cheshire Cat, uh, the Mad Hatter, things like that. Jack Sparrow. So, I guess it begs a question since we're always talking about how reality sort of uh mirrors our culture or culture mirrors our reality are these clowns perhaps these disruptors of our society and that's why we see things like that do they cause are they a catalyst of change or catalysts of something to that we keep seeing these things that we have these these flaps, these all of these people from different neighborhoods, different parts of the country that are saying the same things and are sticking to it pretty, pretty closely and saying that uh, no, it wasn't just a hoax. I saw some stuff. Or even you and I, we both had fans Experience. that that we see right change. around, the, right around the same time that a car yeah. was in a van. Yeah, I, did, I don't normally have vans chase me, but I certainly did the day they announced the homie the clown sighting. Right, right, exactly. And I mean that that itself is you know, begs the questions like, you know, is your perception your reality, right? So are you, are you, are you projecting, you know what I'm saying? Like are, are, are you know, certain things happening uh, because the collective, like the topo, like we said, like it, because it, it riles up the group of people and people are focusing on it and then, you know, is, and then stuff starts happening and you start seeing it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Exactly. Now we talked about children, how, you know, were any children linked to these? And officially, no. But at mm-hmm. the same time, there is a there's missing children that go. There's children go missing every single day here. Where there's a huge amount of children that that are reported missing every year. Uh, some recent estimates: four hundred sixty thousand every year. Twenty three hundred children are reported missing a day. That's now am I wild? Am I saying that there's a clown snatching kids? Not necessarily, but there's just there's some there's Someone snatching kids. They're, you know, a lot of times they'll say it's someone they know. It's a family. It can be a you know non-custodial parent, things like that. But there are also kids that just go off the radar here. And I don't know. I'm scared of clowns. I'm certainly not approaching a clown. But sure. uh, is that at some point in time could have been used as a way to bring children your way? Yeah. 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 Maybe. Maybe. Um, I mean, and then also, if you think about it, like the desensitization of like Pennywise and stuff like that, you have kids dressing up like Pennywise and stuff like that. Like, I I see these videos with like uh, little kids that love Michael Myers, right? And they go up and give him a hug, or they go and give Pennywise a hug, or something like that. Like, yeah, 
it's it's fucking creepy dude like i it's just i don't they're not scared i'm scared of fucking clowns these kids aren't scared of clowns like come on that's yeah scary stuff dude now we had a previous episode about the smiley face killers yeah the these uh, mysterious drownings of college uh college age students here now the only clown connection there are that it's reported that there's these graffiti taggings left on these sites of these mysterious drownings that are happy faces um what's similar of you know since this is the theory started by these two detectives who who were uh investigating on behalf of parents started finding this big connection that these these uh young men who go missing may not inf- may not have just drowned accidentally you know the, officially they say that they were just out drinking they were walking home they're they usually live on campus uh walking home from a neighborhood bar going back to their campus alone then they just fall into a body of water, go missing for a little bit, and accidental drown in case closed. These guys are opening those cases and saying, no, that's not what's happening here. It's not consistent with what we're seeing here. It looks like these people were kidnapped, possibly um, driven around in a van, they'll say specifically, tortured, and then thrown in that Salted, to cover up right. evidence. So it's, Murder, again, that, right. that happy face and van connection and all that weird stuff. Um the last thing I want to talk about here, um, and I've been wanting to talk about the Pied Piper, mm-hmm. and I figured let's just bring it together here. The Pied Piper myth. Um, so this is this is famous, uh, one of those Grimm Brothers stories of the Pied Piper of, of Hamlin, Germany, where this this old town kingdom had an had an issue with rats. Rats were were just you know devastating the community they were everywhere and a pied they, piper they carried the plague at the time it was it was an issue yeah uh the pied pipe they're considered these brightly dressed uh like jesters you know one guy comes into town and says hey i can get rid of your rat problem but you gotta pay me and they're like you know i'll give you anything and then they make a deal so he starts playing his piper his pipes and he plays a tune that lures all the rats out and he he leads them out of town off a bridge into the water all the rats die he then comes back says hey i did what i said give me my money give me what i'm what i'm owed here and the king says not nah, i'm not paying you and he or he pays him half or he pays he didn't he doesn't pay him what he's supposed to pay him so the piper warns him like oh yeah you, you don't mess with a you don't mess with a a man in a bright colored suit and mess with his money. So he comes back, he plays the tune at night. Only the children can hear him. And he ends up luring the kids out, out of the, uh, out of this Hamlin, Germany here. The only kids who he apparently can't, uh, who can't keep up with him are a kid who's, who's like uh, maimed in the leg, one who's deaf and one who's blind, who, you know, they have a hard time keeping up, but he lures these kids out. And they disappear. And some, some stories, he made them uh, also go off the bridge and drown. And most other stories, he just snatches them. So it's one of those weird, like, ah, this is like, it's one of those stories you hear, you hear as a kid. And you're like, well, this is weird and creepy. Like, yeah. why do we, like, where's the, it's a positive Little Mermaid type message, you know, where if you, you get that man you want, girl, just just keep keep on using your voice or well, whatever. The, the original Little Mermaid is a little bit darker oh, no. than the Disney one. But we'll we'll get into that later. But yeah, we'll ruin you know, everything for you here. All, at, yeah, yeah, TLC here. Yeah, everything's pretty jaded, and it begs the question: Why? So, with the Pied Piper mythology, if you look deeper into it, it seems to be rooted into reality. That a Pied Piper, this brightly colored clown-ish type figure, did in fact snatch a bunch of kids from Hamlin, Germany. Like it's in the records you're saying. Yeah, it's in their historical records that this event actually happened here. Um, This would have been in the, when was it here? 12, yeah, 1284. There's a... uh, it's in one of the the churches in a stained glass window that that it, it it's written that it is 100 years since our children left. That was in, written in the year 1384, alluding to 1284 when the children were taken, and that and it's in this historical record that there was a 
that they've there was a migration of children that they've they've disappeared here. Uh, it also connects to Transylvania, where it's reported there that the uh, Pied Piper lured these kids through this cave. They appear there, and there seems to be some historical record that there was a population of young children that this is went getting Tartarian esque. Tell me, it's the next things on on the fucking agenda is Tartaria. Oh my God! It is Under, yeah. underground tavern caverns and and yeah, wow! It's like you read my Tartarian future here. Um, so one thing I found that was pretty interesting is that you can there's actually a motorcycle tour you can take if you're in Transylvania. It mm-hmm. seems like we should visit Transylvania. We can go to like see Castle Dracula on day one, and then day two you can visit the Pied Piper caves where. Oh, wow. It's alleged that the uh, Pied Piper emerged from with all of these children. Now, since you mentioned Tartary or Tartary, let me see if I can Tart. There's a in in one of the uh, Pied Piper poems. There's a there's there's a quote that says, "This is this, this is the part where." The Pied Piper is basically selling his services to the king and saying, hey, this is why you should hire me. He said, yet said he, a poor Piper, as I am, in Tartary I freed the cham. Last June, from his huge swarm of gnats, I eased in Asia the Nizam of a monstrous brood of vampire bats. So basically saying, like, I went all around and I got rid of Right, you know all of that, but in Tartary. Well, well, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. We might have just cracked a little code here. Tartaria, in the mainstream uh, explanation of what Tartary was, they claim that it was Asia. But in this twelve ninety two text, it's saying that Tartary and Asia are two separate things. They're two separate places. One he dealt with the gnats, and one he dealt with the vampire bats. Yeah, well, in Tartary, I freed the cham. I don't know what cham is, but I know what, what Tartary the, what is. What is cham, bro? I freed, I the, freed cham. the cham. Are those people? I don't know. Last June, from his huge swarm of gnats. I freed then, the cham last June from huge swarm. I eased in Asia the Nizam of a monstrous brood of vampire bats. Yeah. The chams or champa people are uh, Estonian ethnic group in Southeast Asia. So he was basically all over Asia. He was calling the Cham, the Tartary, because Tartary is in that area, right? It's technically where Asia was. But he's saying that Asia was also in there as well. So it's, we just, we just, uh, the little poem says that they're two separate places. And then Wikipedia says it was just a blanketed term. Tartaria was just a, or Tartarian empire was just a blanketed term for Asia, and that shows that it wasn't. So, boom, we got one. We figured one out. You heard yeah. it first on the put, theory of conspiracy. We cracked put, the code. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Put that in your pipe, pipe and <laughs> smoke it. <laughs> yeah, nice segue there. <laughs> Bring it all. We connect it all here. We connect it all here. Theory yeah. of conspiracy. So, if you want to look. Was there a home? Pied Piper Simpsons episode? There had to have been. There right? has to, yeah, there, there has, has to be. Some I don't reference. remember it, but I'm not. I wouldn't. I would not. Yeah, yeah no. they talked about the Pied Piper. Um, so yeah, look at the Pied Piper of Hamlin story by by Robert Browning if you want to learn more about uh, the Pied Piper myth and tart- tartary. Um, yeah. So he's so, talked about. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of crazy that you got this clown like these these clown-like figures or these jesters or these um, tricksters are always surrounded about like kids going missing. That's the one thing that's kind of creepy to me is that throughout history, it's always been a fear of clowns and jesters and snatching up kids. So is there, is there smoke where there, or, you know, there might, you know, is there, is there fire where there's smoke or what, what's going on here? What's the expression? Yeah, there's, is there smoke where their Pied Piper smokes? Uh, if you fill the Pied Piper's pipe, is, there, is the hash that good? That there's, I don't know. I, I'm butchering it. I'm sure. Uh, but I, we're, yeah, this episode was good, but 
<laughs> my clown card, my clown card thing was garbage. Oh, anyway, uh, that's fucking interesting though, dude. I I like it. I like it. Anything more on clowns? Anything more on uh, on the spookiness of of clowns? Do you have? Uh, are there any sightings going on recently? Uh, no, not that I'm aware of. So 2016 uh, was the last time, or? Yeah, I think we have a few years left since it seems that it comes in like 10 year patterns. So, yeah. uh, I guess it's like we'll 2026 see or seeing three years or two see years. In three years, yeah. Yeah. That's um, wild. It's wild. Yeah. We'll see. Um, on the pre on your other podcast we talk about where you talk about serial killers i had talked about my john wayne gacy connection yeah oh yeah about that on here no no good get into it man okay it's my last no i mean that's yeah that's well that's that also cements why you're afraid of clowns as well i would i would imagine that that did not help with your fear i did not help uh (laughs) so so my daddy was in jail when i was uh a baby and a little, little little man there and while he was serving his time, Gacy was on his way to Juliet, was uh, was uh, passed through my dad's jail, uh, prison. And he was put in the cell next to my, my daddy. And uh, he couldn't see him, but he knew who he was. And he could communicate with him to an extent. And he, he, hey, you know, I make paintings. I make drawings. Uh, I see that your your son visits you. I can I can uh, make some paintings for you if you want. You know, I'll whatever prison currency at the time uh my dad didn't so how did gacy how did gacy know that you were visiting him maybe he didn't know that i was visiting maybe he was just like hey i'm just making random drawings and if you want to buy some and i'm just you know right right from my own recollection like that i that i remember him saying he was dedicating it to me mm-hmm. yeah. but maybe it wasn't so specific it was more of a broader i make paintings i want to buy cigarettes buy some paintings for me but uh, and yeah, my he didn't. When I tell people that, they're like, "Why didn't you? It would have been worth so much money." And he's it would have like, well, been. It would have yeah. been worth a lot of money. But and, you would have had that fucking juju in your house. Uh, yes. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. You know, if you really, if you get through all the juju years, that's when things really go up in value. But you right. know, it's sometimes a depreciation of your souls. It's not worth it. <laughs> it's not, it's not so worth it. it's only as worth as much as someone's willing to pay for it. And I don't know if you're willing to pay. Yeah, you got they got the bad, bad vibes in your house. You gotta yeah. stage the house every day because there's like clown spirits running around. It's not it's probably not worth it. Yeah. And it wasn't like the nostalgia where, you know, there's this sort of fetish of serial killers of past decades. Like, oh, this is a knife that Jack the Ripper used. I want to buy it. And it's so cool. This was this guy just went to jail for yeah killings from a few years ago. And, you know, it's he's from this area, targeted young people. Yeah, I mean, there's the six degrees of separation on that. We probably could throw a stone and find some of that new or was affected by it or knew somebody. Yeah. Not something you want to be like, Hey, guess what I bought today to his, his, uh, prison right. homeboys. And so, but yeah, I would say between all of that, the Victor yeah. Salva stuff, the home of the clown, I'm, I'm afraid of clown. I don't, I'm not deathly afraid of clowns. Do you, do you go don't. see terrifier? Do you like that movie? Yeah. You like those movies? So you watch those movies? Yeah. I'm not I like chicken when it, I'm I'm not really a scared guy. I ain't I, chicken. I ain't chicken. I and yeah. I you know, I'm big into horror and you know, I can I can stomach the gore. Um I just certainly don't trust a clown. And I certainly yeah. don't wanna have a clown in my house or a party. Yeah. And, right. um, but and yeah, if anyone's gonna brandish a knife and look my way, I on a scale of the possible occupational, you know, like a yeah, yeah. mailman with a knife scaring me or a clown. Yeah. I don't want to deal with a clown. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. It's understandable. I've, I've never really had a, a, a fear of clowns. Uh, they, uh, they are creepy sometimes, but like fear is probably the wrong word, but uh, yeah, man, I just, uh, I'm glad we're, you know, we're keeping up these, uh, spooky episodes throughout november and through autumn until christmas so i'm just such a surface of it i've seen some things on social media where someone's trying to make a connection that the, the nephilim were clowns and they say the okay. that, i've that, never heard this yeah so they say you know some of the the depictions of the giants or the the clown or the nephilim are that they have red hair right like some of the giants that have been found in caves they're pale 
okay. they're really tall. And that's that's pretty much it. I'm like, well, I don't know if that's a clown, but they try to say that the I don't know. Right. Not much to it. I'm just you spitballing here. It's all good. Spitballing here. I'm just not let, really let. Well, the I mean, if it, it, maybe it's here. maybe it's in the psyche. Maybe that's why people have a fear of it because of the generational trauma from the Nephilim, the the giant people. Yeah. And they're the red, you know, the white face, the red makeup, the teeth, the I don't. know. I mean, I guess you can. You're just sounding really prejudiced against gingers right now. That's what we're. <laughs> I got some. I got some gingers in my family. They wouldn't be, take too kindly to those words. Or I'll take <laughs> on my my kinfolk a clown. You call my kinfolk a clown here? Oh, that's fucking funny. Dude. I, I like redheads. Yeah, so I, know, I, know. I, I like all. I like all the women of the world. Um. <laughs> so. Oh, I don't all right. Well. I threw a lot at you. Uh, yeah. Let's let's bring it home. What do you? What do you? Any? Yeah. I mean, I I think it's uh I think it's interesting. I think the the time gaps uh and in between all of this stuff is uh is kind of spooky and reminiscent of it. I uh I, I love the idea of uh the Pied Piper just saying "fuck you" to the king and you know. <laughs> that's it all your kids are gone now uh maybe he he took you know uh, you know he he took it a little bit too far but uh you know pay your pay your workers people let's just bring it back to modern day stuff you just got to pay your workforce you got to pay your you workforce gotta, you got to pay the piper you got to pay the piper you got to pay the piper yeah that's that's a quote yeah. and people i think sometimes forget yeah like what if I don't pay the piper? You know, oh. Your kids are gone, bitch. <laughs> yeah, your kids are going to Transylvania. So tread gonna, carefully when you hear that. Yeah, right. Trans- <laughs> Transylvania. They're going Dra- to Dra- meet Dracula. <laughs> that's what's going to fucking happen. You better pay the Pied Piper. Uh, that's fucking funny, dude. Uh, yeah, no, it's 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 cool. Um, uh, now on a more serious note, I really the whole clown stuff and when crimes were popping up like in atlanta and stuff like that and the network of people and like gacy and just the similarities that surround some of that stuff is really creepy to me sometimes like extremely creepy to me and it's just like what if what if there is something like that out there what if there is this network of smiley face killer clown people snatching and killing people and just doing you know the devil's work if you will you know so it's crazy it's it's uh it's it's spooky yeah, and then what about what? You, what about you? What are your thoughts on it? Oh, I don't. Know. I've I've said I've said all I could say. I, I we went into some interesting places today. I think uh, the clowns are a nice capper on our Halloween sort yeah. of uh, themed episodes here. Um, you know, I, part of me just it's just interesting. Like we're talking about, maybe it'll come back in a few years here. But yes, I mean, so far. From what we know, it's just harmless, stupid fun that just right. happens to terrify people. But it's one of those you never know. And I, so, yeah, you never know. And are there are there missing kids surrounded by these upticks? Are there upticks of missing kids? Like these are the questions that we should start researching. Yeah, are there ten year patterns of yeah, right? This, oh man, it, man, if if I only had the attention span. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I do feel like. <laughs> This is so bad. I don't want to say it. <laughs> no, now, you have, now you have to. All right. Do, this is a joke. This is a Delano's joking. I'm just telling you. I, I do feel like if there's careers in decline that don't have to do with technology, I would say clowns and priests are probably in that sort of like maybe Boy Scout, uh, Scout Masters. Yeah, yeah right. They're, decline they're, in the decades for very, uh, for very good reason. For very yeah. good reasons. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm only smiling and laughing because I'm very uh it's a, it's a nervous jo- joker chuckle like very much like the joker uh, uh, yeah that's me too oh yeah. man that's fucking great well hey uh i think that wraps it up what's uh what's what are our numbers looking like on uh i think we just hit 200 on instagram i don't know if we're uh we're doing all right on on spotify and we're doing all right on uh the other ones i know uh we just keep on uh chugging along here people so we really appreciate the people that are following uh, if you like the show and you're following, you're listening right now, just, you know, share it. Hit that share button, share it with someone that's uh, a little strange like we are. And, uh, you know, 
just have them follow on Spotify or wherever they listen to their podcasts. So we just really appreciate it. Um, always have a healthy distrust. Rolando? Yeah. Uh, like Mike said, follow us. Don't follow clowns into their van. No, do not do uh, that. Uh, don't talk to strangers. But as always, stay weird and tune in next time.